guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. We're getting back into the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. This is episode number three. We're going to talk about the beginning to using the mind. Guys, let me give you an example. Robert Kiyosaki said being a product of two strong dads allowed him the luxury of observing the effects of different thoughts have or thoughts in general have on one's life. He said that he noticed that people really do shape their lives through their thoughts. I'm going to give you an example real quick. Now, if you guys aren't following my The Arsenio Buck Show, uh, what is it? Uh, The Arsenio Buck Show on Instagram, make sure you do. I'm going to be going live at 6 a.m. GMT, Bangkok, Thailand time zone. That is East Coast America, 7 p.m. Friday evening, okay? So that's 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m. America from West Coast all the way through the East Coast. As a matter of fact, it could be 4 p.m. too. Who knows? Just know that it's going to be in the evening, okay? So make sure you're following me on there. I see that a lot of you are following me through an alias, which is really, really funny. That's completely fine as long as you're following me and getting this intelligence. Ella and I, we're going to be talking about the law of attraction. Now, she is a coach out there in Edmonton. Uh, what is it? Edmonton, uh, Canada, of course. And so we're going to be talking about the law of attraction and how thoughts really do ultimately shape the lives of different people. See, there are a lot of coaches out there that believe that the law of attraction is all mumbo jumbo, as Vishen Lakiani would call it. But without the law of attraction, he would never be where he is right now. I can tell you that right now. Because what the law of attraction did was create a lot of curiosity, uh, curious people, and those curious people ultimately took action on that in an age where the internet was just blossoming, probably in 2007 through 2011, and so they ended up becoming ultra famous. So again, what does the law of attraction do? Um, oh my god, I think it's just, it's amazing what, how the thoughts of different people, different individuals, different groups, whatever you want to call it, shape the reality around you. Let me give you an example. Robert Kiyosaki's poor dad always said, I'll never be rich. And that the prophecy became a reality, obviously, because he believes his subconscious is going to believe whatever it is it gives him. His rich dad, on the other hand, would say, you know what? I'm a rich man. And rich people don't do this. Even when he... Of course, Robert Kiyosaki was flat broke after a major financial setback. He always he 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 just referred to himself as a rich man. See, there's a difference between being poor and being broke. Broke is temporary. Poor is eternal. I want a lot of people out there in Klongbei in Bangkok. Guys, get, listen to me here. Now, a lot of you don't know this specific area out here in Bangkok called Klongbei. These people live in slums. 70% of the children in this specific neighborhood have HIV. Drugs run rampant throughout the bloodlines of this specific slum. Is it much better than it was 25 years ago? Yes, Thailand is more modern. However, the, you know, the government is just shoving aside different slums and trying to pile them in to uh, building blocks, right? Kind of like the Queensboro projects out there in America. So what does that do? It takes a poor, eternal human being into another setting that just so happens to be rich only for one week until they make that place poor too. 
I absolutely love this quote. I think this is one of the greatest quotes of all time. Broke is temporary. Poor is eternal. God damn. That is pure fire. You know what? His poor dad would also say, you know what? I'm not interested in money or money doesn't matter. His rich dad always said money is power. And so with that being said, Robert Kiyosaki, he had that respect for both of them, right? The education, the learning. But you know what? They disagreed with about different aspects of what money is. One actually told him, of course, his poor dad says, study hard and earn a degree and get a good job. Earn money. And he wanted him to go on to become a professional, an attorney, an accountant, go to business school for his MBA. The other, the rich dad, of course, encouraged him to study to be rich, to understand how money works, and to learn how to have it work for him. Say this, I don't work for money. Money works for me. So, of course, going into the next story, um, you know, he went on to start up his own business. He took his rich dad's advice at the age of nine, Robert Kiyosaki, and he started up a, a, a business, a little business with one of his friends by the name of Mike. Now, this business went through the in and outs and whatnot, and he realized what he was doing was, uh, let's just say, all jacked up. And his rich dad was like, hey, so what are you doing one day? They were creating something like it was something illegal, but, you know. When the children told the father, he said, listen, I'm actually working for me. I want to be an entrepreneur. Well, his father's friend laughed, and but his father smiled and said, listen, that is illegal, but you're now getting the concept. You're understanding what it is to work for yourself and just he, – he was, he, he was open in his mind at such a young age that people don't do this in the – you know, at the ages of 20, 30, 40, especially in America – we're talking about the 90s here. It was all motivated by degrees and getting work. I mean, you know, going to work and getting money. Look at my family. Hell, we barely even had any money. We had two different salaries but didn't have enough money. Why? Because one was a compulsive gambler and the other one, who fucking knows? So, I mean, being in that mindset, did I learn? did I ever learn about money? Absolutely not. The only time I started learning about money was in 1999, and my brother got jealous, and he hurried up and told my mom some bullshit-ass stories so I could stop doing this. There was a guy that I had an argument with. He was obviously a lot older than me. I was 11. He was 30. He said – he came out of his door one day at this apartment complex. We were just playing football on a completely rubbish hill. We couldn't even play football on it. It was just – it was like lopsided. I don't even know how he did it, but nonetheless, um, he came out. He's like, you guys are making too much noise. Shut up. And we were angry. And I told my dad. And my dad came outside. And my friend, I forgot what his name was, but he told my dad what he said. And my dad was like, man, fuck that motherfucker. And it was so funny, right? This is 1999. This is when I was a kid. And we all cheered him on. And so this guy was actually looking at it from his window inside. And, you know, we were cheering it on. And we got louder because we knew that that guy who had recently, who just complained about us, he wouldn't come back outside. So this guy, over the next couple of days, we became friends. He's like, hey. And I was like, hey. He's like, listen, you want to make some money? And I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to leave this trash outside my door. If you take it with me, every trash bag, I'll give you $5. I said, okay. So I started taking out his trash. I would always go upstairs, check it, do it, and then he would see me. He would always own up to that. 
But my punk-ass brother, he realized that I was doing it. My brother ended up just creating the most bullshit story to my mother saying, oh, well, he does drugs upstairs. And my mom was like, don't you ever take out his trash again. So the guy came around me again and said, you know what? Oh, well, he asked me. He's like, hey, how, how come you aren't taking out the trash anymore? I was like, well, my brother told my mom that this and this and this and I can't do it anymore. See, sometimes in life, people are going to tell you, right, to do things that don't coincide with them. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're this. Maybe they're that just so they can take you off that track that you, maybe you're starting to understand how to make money. See, I was at the age of 11 making $5 when the minimum wage was four seventy-five at that time in America. Gas per liter was probably about less than one U.S. dollar. God damn. Remember, of course, gas going up to $5, even up to $10 in parts of California during the great financial crisis 11 years ago. But nonetheless, going back to the story, my brother was the acid. He was the parasite of the situation. And because he wasn't making money, he wanted to make sure that I didn't make any money. And he would do anything and everything for that to happen. So I said, I said to myself, I said, God damn. I said, wow, what a brother this is. Um, And so, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I started using my mind at the age of 11. I wanted to work. Again, I was working for money. I wasn't having money work for me. I was nowhere on Robert Kiyosaki's level. But at the age of 11, I started getting some money. And I was like, okay, this is really good for me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, I mean, yes, I got, uh, you know, I had someone end up pushing me away from that. And unfortunately, yes, it was my own blood. And then I kind of just lost it for the next X amount of years. And I would see my friend Mark, you know, his mom would always give him money because she worked at the casino. His father was a construction worker and they do this and they do that. And I was like, damn, I was like, damn, I wish my mom had some money. You know what I mean? But what did I learn? It was the beginning of changing the mind. I think I was completely different from my family from the very, very beginning. I really was. And then, of course, going to you know, college out there in Arizona and then going to Australia, that was the beginning of a new me. So when I started using my mind and then going back to the law of attraction story, I remember discovering that in 2007, my friend. And so you guys are going to hear that in the Ella podcast coming up this Saturday morning. So nonetheless, man... It is pretty amazing to see how, at such a young age, Robert Kiyosaki, this wasn't even the 90s. Robert Kiyosaki, this guy's like 70 years old right now. We're talking about the 50s or 60s. And thus, of course, you can see the rewards it has repped for him. So, guys, stay tuned for more. I got a whole bunch more coming. If you guys are interested in that, the Law of Attraction Attraction podcast, and we're going to talk about it on so many different levels even when the, even the 2007 story, I was just getting to break. I said, you know what? No, I'm going to save this for the podcast coming up this Saturday. So again, not so much a podcast. I'm going to have to try to record it and whatnot, but it will be live on my Instagram. So make sure you guys tune into that. So with that being said, thank you for tuning into another wonderful The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. And if you have any questions, make sure you let your boy know over and out.